Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. What's going on, people? And... Today is a special day because it is Thursday. It is the last episode of the Smokers Lounge for 2022. And also, as of today, I'm officially moved into my third year of podcasting. So I'm officially two years into this wonderful venture that I started two years ago and it's it's mind-blowing that I've been doing this for two years that that I've been talking telling the stories of people in the adult film industry sex work other podcasters movie directors gamers magazine owners and everything else for the past two years. And it's it's kind of it, I'm kind of in awe. I, I don't know how to what, what to say or how to say it. Because see, today I posted and recorded two episodes which didn't happen. And the one thing which is that, that, that happens in porn is sometimes people cancel, reschedule, flake, or what have you. These ladies by no means flaked. And I figured, well, since I'm in the mood to record, why not record? So I supposed to have an end-of-the-year episode with me and um, Princess Havoc. I don't know if that's going to necessarily happen because it's the holiday season, and for me to even think that people will be able to have the time or the ability to do anything during this season, during this time of the year, it's kind of foolish of myself. So, so um, like I said before, I think hopefully me and Princess Happy can't give y'all the end of the year episode. Plus, if you have not listened go back and listen to the Christmas episode with me and the wonderful Killer Queen. We had a whole lot of fun with that episode. So, like I said, this is the last episode of the year. Also, this is the official anniversary, which I I did an anniversary episode, but this is the official anniversary. Two years of doing this. And I've had much growth. I've helped a lot of people in this space. Um, from Lily Craven to many people that have been trying to start their own podcasting. And 
I have wonderful co-hosts. You know, Billy Pilgrim, um, Princess Havoc, Big Jordan, Kelly Shin, Miss Big Queen, who just recently surpassed a year. Um, a year podcasting. And also another anniversary. This is the month that the network started. It's funny how December became the month for the podcast just altogether. Not only has it been two years since I started podcasting, it's also been a year since I started the network, since I started the premium smoke room. And I want to say thank you to all my subscribers um, who have stayed with me, who has continued to pay the subscription, um, you know, and everything. You know, period. And within the two years, I saw how this podcast game has grown and changed. When I first walked in, there was no way to monetize your shit. Now, you it, you got you can have a subscription side of your podcast. You can make money with people listening to it for the ads, and plus some other stuff that I'm working on. I'm I'm praying to the good Lord above and keep my fingers crossed that, and I'm speaking into existence and manifestation that I will get a paid uh, advertiser. Because the advertisers I have now, they're favorites for favors. And the favors is worth it because it's driving traffic to my podcast. So I'm grateful for my subscribe. I'm grateful to my sponsors. And guess what? I lo- and, they, and they love me too. And I will keep touting their shit to the fullest. So, man, it's just been wild, man. This this year been wild. Um, from OnlyFans still trying to bump sex workers off. Um, to what's happening with Twitch, with Twitch being bought out. You know, I'm just talking about the porn side of things. The work stoppage. Numerous work stoppages this year. And everything. Um, plus, the return of the conventions fully. You know, we got AVN coming back next month, and it's been three years since we had an actual, factual, physical AVN. We even going to have the awards show and everything, you know, uh, the return of Urban X, Urban X Awards. So a lot has happened in the porn industry, you know. And we even have uh, an award for podcasters now with AVN. So, which was which was, which I predicted. I predicted. I called it. I said, they're going to have to start paying attention to podcasts because there's too many podcasts popping up. They're talking about sexuality, talking to, talking to porn stars, and talking about the porn business itself. You know, period. Um, and it's, and on, and on top of that, Brazzers is shooting BBWs. We're about to have our first BBW booth at AVN this coming year, you know? That's just on the porn side of things. I ain't even talking about the actual world side of things. So, so like I said, I don't know if I'm ever going to do a, a end of the year situation, but when I look back at my year, it was a good year. I, I got to interview Sarah J again. I got to interview Go-Go 
Fuck Me, Amanda Thick. Um, Richard Mann came on my came, came 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 to the podcast. You know, you know, so many names and people that I got to to talk to. Like this year, like one of my favorite guests always was Erica Love because she just brings so much energy and them big titties. And also OMG OMGiana. I love interviewing her as well as as Quincy Road. And of course my girl Doja of Love, man. I got a I'm sorry, I got a crush on Doja. She's just so fine to me. As well as Giselle Lane, you know, um and also started a new podcast with uh with Big Jordan, you know, as well as Kelly Shin this year. So it was like a lot of new things happened with the podcast and also surpassing five, you know, fifty thousand downloads and also being number one on Good Pods when it comes to the, you know, sexuality. And staying at least in the top five or top ten. And finally made the top 100 in good part. Now, hopefully next year I get to make the top 100 in Apple or Spotify. You know. But, in the whole, I said it was a very good year because I grew. I've been when I walked into this game. Said, I, had, I can't look at the money. I can't look at the numbers. I had to look at the growth. And this podcast grew substantially. I mean, to hear people say that they love my podcast, they love listening to my podcast, not only just people in the industry, but also fans, listeners, my smokers who are listening now, you know, giving me feedback, saying they're loving what I'm doing and, and, and how I'm doing it. You know, to have people actually reach out to me and say, yeah, I want to be on your podcast. It's little things like that that makes me at peace with me retiring from porn. Because at times, sometimes, I do miss it. I do miss being in front of the camera, shooting scenes, fucking the shit out of chicks. But I don't want to negate the energy that I'm getting with this. For example, Marley Moore never gave me the time of day as a male talent. But I got that sexy chocolate thing on my podcast. And next time, my goal is to get her on camera. I got the opportunity to interview Nasty Montana, the favorite porn star's favorite porn star. You know, Chris Cardio. You know what I'm saying? It's, I mean, think about it. It's kind of like I even got the opportunity to, to, to interview two transgender performers. Cassie Cummings and 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 Paradise Triple X. Now, hopefully, I get the opportunity to interview some more. Oh, and I even got the opportunity to get Pipe Pipes Wells, Pipe Wells, legendary BBW event coordinator and promoter. Got him. And see, also I. And the reason why, I, the reason why, because I got the opportunity to talk to them about the past, about how porn was and where it came from, and where it hit now, how it's so different. Just on the, 
just with BBWs, it used to be a time where it was 10 companies, 10 companies that was mainstream that shot BBWs. Now, there's only three. And now that is growing back. Now, I, I really predict in 2023, you'll see more companies shooting BBWs as mainstream. Brazzers being one of them now, because Brazzers is now in the game. So don't be surprised if you see a BBW, the next AVN, not this coming AVN, but next AVN, actually be up for Starlet of the Year. Not BBW of the Year, Starlet of the Year. You're definitely going to see. But see, the, the thing that I enjoyed the most was the friends that I made, the connections that I made with people. And I'm slowly... You know, with other podcasters, you know, Pink and Kink, the Pink Kink podcast, and 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 uh, Ladies Pitch podcast. I had the pleasure of the Poom Poom Chronicles because I like talking to other podcasters. You know, period. I even helped another podcaster, Doc Chocolate, get into porn a little bit, gave him some knowledge. I like that. I like helping people. I like giving away knowledge. I like giving people a a leg up on how to move in this business because that's what we're supposed to do those who know the business should teach it yeah granted you know what they say uh what's the what, what, what the game is to be sold not told but still do you, do you want the game to remain lucrative for all of us well we kind of need motherfuckers to know how to move in this shit and i know a lot of people i know listen and they hear me talk a lot about, you know, Miss B. Nasty, what have you. Let me make this perfectly clear for her. Miss B. Nasty, I respect her a lot. I'm a fan. I, I, I love what she does. I just know what she brought in when she became the measuring stick of how you do this. Just because you're the measuring stick doesn't mean that the way that you did it is the right way of doing things. It just worked for you. And she can't help that it made it seem like what she did was easy and didn't take much. But that what people took away from how she moved. It's not her fault. But at the same token, I mean, like I said again, it it she she helped. She can't help that she helped. It's just like the, the piano player can't help that he plays at the whorehouse, but he's still gonna get taken down. <laughs> so so, what I'm going to talk to y'all about today, well, I'm not going to, it's so much shit, it's just so much, I, I don't know where to begin. Um, I know that I was listening to when they were talking about Master P, and a lot of people were shocked to hear that Master P is broke. And see, this goes back to also ties into porn. You assume wrong, you assume wrong, you assume wrong. And what they mean by that is if you assume something, nine times out of ten, your assumption is dead off. See, people thought that Master P made a shitload of money. Let's look at it. Master P might be actually broke. He hasn't dropped anything musically that actually done anything, him nor Romeo. How much money did he really make with 
I got a hookup too. Think about it. Him and Romeo was on Love and Hip Hop. Excuse me, Hip Hop, Growing Up Hip Hop. You got money like that, why the fuck you on reality TV? He hasn't sold his catalog for shit. And like I said, when the last time we had a Master P album? He been doing a whole bunch of businesses, but the question is, is he's making money off these businesses? Because you got to understand something. When you hit a certain status, and this was fucked up about the world, when you hit a certain status, your tax bracket change, which in turn means that your taxes change on how you're supposed to pay them. Plus, you got to think of your lifestyle. Master P and then was living a certain type of lifestyle, which was to keep up to make y'all think that they was getting it. And guess what? If you're not continually making the money to fund this lifestyle, that lifestyle is going to end up overtaking you, meaning that you're not going to have as much money as you think. You're not going to have as much money as you want. So is Master P broke? Yeah. Good possibility. Now, is he poor? No. He got money, but he ain't got the money that we think. And see, that would happen. Now, let's bring it back to porn. Part of the reason why I said before, the biggest mistake that people make is that they think they're going to walk into this shit and they're going to make a shit load of money. Just like the biggest mistake that people make is that they think that these rappers... And these celebrities got money out the yin yang. They don't. They don't have a lot of money. They're living day to day and check to check just like us. It's just their checks is a little bit fatter. The only thing I hate about what went down between him and Romeo is that it actually went down over the internet. I I'm not, I'm wanting that. Maybe I'm from a different generation, but ain't no way in hell I'm gonna sit here and go back and forth with my dad on the internet when I can call him or go over to his house. That's just me. So, but yeah, perception is king because some because we go off a lot what we see, not what we know, not what we learned, not what people are trying to tell us. And that's facts. We assume that because this girl that's an Instagram girl gets a OnlyFans and she's 1%, that that 1% means that she's seeing six figures. No, she may not be seeing six figures. She might be, even if she's seeing six figures, she might be seeing a low six figures. Do you understand that the money that's being made on OnlyFans is not the same as it was last year or the year before that. The money goes down from what these girls are making. People think these girls are being smart by doing a free OnlyFans and doing a a a um a free OnlyFans and and a and a subscription OnlyFans. You know, you're not being fucking smart. You're just telling me that you're not making as much money as you can, as you as you thought you were going to make or as you was making with OnlyFans. Because the reason why you're doing it is to drive traffic. Which means that you're not getting the traffic to begin with because you want to know why. Because if I'm already getting paid a certain amount, 
or 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 my money is flowing the way it's supposed to, I'm not discounting for shit. Because that means there's less money that I'm charging, which in turn means less money than I'm making. But the perception is, is that people thinking that you're discounting, you're doing it for free, is is smart, is genius. No. It's not. It's not genius. What it is, is you fooling yourself. You fooling yourself to thinking that I'm making a shitload of money. Let me explain something to you. Where Marley come from, where I come from, Ty, Ty Lick come from, we made more money doing less. Let me tell you what Christmas Sale never did. Never, Christmas Sale never sent a fucking email saying, excuse me, you haven't updated this week. You sent an update. You want to know why they bugged y'all so much to update on OnlyFans? Because they want you to continue to get the traffic. The reason why Brazzers, even though it was a good thing that they shot BBWs and transgender, was because they're not making the money that they was, so they had to throw shit against the wall. And I am here to tell you this. That the reason why we haven't seen another transgender shoot, because they didn't make money with that. But they made money with the big girls. That's the reason why we got more BBWs. And even when I went on the site to take a look at their BBW section, some of the BBWs weren't BBWs. They were just big, busty-ass women. If you weren't 60, you're not a BBW, babe. Sorry. 200 or better. See, it's the perception. That's why I tell people, the biggest mistake the girls made back in the day was putting how much they made. The same thing happened with the escorting, happened with the with the OnlyFans, because when the girls were showing how much money they would make with escorting, by doing the money fans, stuff like that, when the recession hit, every girl decided, I wanted to go on back page. These girls showing how much they making, Showing it, showing the traffic in the whole nine. I, I'm gonna ask you a question. Did Twitter show everyone how much they make? Mandy B may talk about how much she makes, but she don't never show you how much she makes. Actually, that supposed to be something that is need to know basis. You don't need to know. Because what ends up happening is, is that, like I said before, when it comes to our business, not with podcasting, not with music, when it comes to our business, it's not a good idea because you don't want more Indians than you do chiefs. You don't want more providers than you have consumers. And the reason why you get more providers is because they think that it's easy money. Just like y'all thought, just like y'all thought that these celebrities got money out their ass. The reality, the reality stars and all them that they just got money out the buku. They they paid. They real paid. They got money all day. No, they struggling no different than you. 
She a, think about it. April Jones, when have you seen her on reality TV? She she works from fucking nine to five. She's a nurse. But somehow she got back on TV because everybody is questioning whether her and Ty D is about to have a baby. And I'm gonna mention the Meg, the Meg trial because I I don't know what's gonna go down, what the, the verse is gonna be by the time it comes out. But right now, what I'm recording this, this is what they, this is the beginning of the second week of the trial. And this is just my thought on this. I guess evidence don't mean shit. Evidence don't mean shit. I'm going to say this again. Evidence don't mean shit. You want to know why? Because listening to all the bloggers or what have you, here we go with motherfuckers wanting to pick sides. This... Uh, uh, if if you if if you question whether Meg was whether Tori shot Meg or not, you're 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 hating on black women. You you don't want to protect black women, or anything like this. And then we have the argument of protect black women. Well, here's a thought, people: ain't they on, ain't they on trial? Ain't Tori on trial? Ain't him going to trial part of protecting black women. Now, this is what you're missing. Part of that protect black women is when you have the opportunity to protect yourself, you can. Now, both Meg and Kelsey had the opportunity to dig a grave for this man, and they basically just threw the shovels and said, fuck it. Meg with her testimony, Kelsey with her testimony. That's why I said evidence. Plus, the evidence kind of is pointing to this man probably did not shoot her. I'm saying what the evidence is pointing to. Every testimony I've heard, every way it's been broken down, I want to listen to two, two people, the, the lawyer and this girl named uh, Milligram. Milligram, right? You know what I listen to? Everyone else, man, the lawyer do because he actually is a lawyer, so he gonna know better than anybody else. And if the lawyer do is sitting here saying what the prosecution is doing wrong, and if the lawyer do is sitting here saying the way he's looking at that is kind of like what's what the testimony is proving, kind of that yeah we we might it, what we thought happened didn't. What you gonna be mad? You, you, what you gonna you, you gonna be mad at the defense for doing their job? It's like Ted Hart's dad said when he went to trial for his shit. If I was that girl's dad, Teddy would have been behind bars. But because I'm Teddy's dad, we out here eating steak. The point being is he paid money to get a damn good fucking lawyer who's going to eat the case. And he ate the case. He ate the case. And what I mean by he ate the case, that she ate the case, is because, well, excuse me, he ate the case because he has completely destroyed the prosecution's defense. But I already know about to happen. I already know about to happen. I get it. Y'all gonna sit here and say, well, everyone that's reporting, 
they hate Megan and this that 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 that. It's clear that Megan been shot. It's clear that Megan was shot. Megan was shot. That's facts. The question is, who the fuck shot her? Because so many of y'all hate Tory Lanez that y'all really looking past what the, the testimonies, the evidence, and everything else where it's clearly showing that he it's possibility that either he didn't shoot her or he was not alone in it. No one comes to court and says, I plead the fifth because they're completely innocent. And she purges herself, that means she purges herself from her first testimony. But we can't believe that a black woman would lie on, on the stand when I have evidence of that right here in Durham, North Carolina. Duke Lacrosse case. Look it up. Black stripper boldface lied on a bunch of white dudes. And because of a DA who didn't have enough evidence to go to court, Sai wanted to go to court, and guess what? He ended up getting fired and destroying these boys' lives. And these lies and their lives ain't been the same since, even though they were found completely innocent. All because a black woman mad because they didn't want to pay her extra. We need to protect the women that need protection. We don't need to protect women because we like that woman because she twerks and does the type song that we like. Megan has the opportunity to protect her damn self. Regardless of what she said that night, she was on the stand. I don't think for her to be the victim, do you really think if you was a juror that you would believe her? And she's a victim. And y'all can keep here saying, well, no, the victim gets shamed and this, that, and third. Let me say this again. When it comes to a motherfucking celebrity female, y'all jumped on Amber Heard's side when y'all heard about Johnny Depp. Took Johnny Depp to take it to court for y'all to see. Oh, she crazy. Y'all don't see how the world been kind of showing y'all something that a lot of these females that y'all be sitting here championing for may not deserve the championship. Like I said again, I'm not saying it's a good possibility that Meg was so drunk that she didn't realize who shot her. She thought that it was Tori. And Tori never said he shot her. In any of the recordings that they said, she never shot her. The prosecution was so pissed off that this girl, Kelsey, Change her testimony, plead the fifth that they had to play audio. Now they had now I'm waiting to hear the 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 end of the day to see what happened on the next day. 
But like I said, it wouldn't surprise me by the time this drops, because it's the last one of the year, that he either got off or it was a mistrial. And what's sad is, whether you like Tory or not, if the man didn't do it, then he shouldn't go to jail for it. Now, if he did it and he's found guilty, yeah, throw the book at that motherfucker. Because trust me, he's not an angel. He's an asshole too. Now, the fact that Partisan, I heard that Partisan had an issue with Meg's body count. Partisan, I don't know if he listened to my podcast. Dude, if you don't shut the fuck up, because nigga, your body count might equal hers. She's a female. If, what is wrong with a female that likes to get some fucking dick? Who, honestly, let's be fucking real. Oh, is Ooh, she fucked the baby. Ooh, did she did. Man, goddamn little Kim was fucking goddamn Biggie. And he was a whole married man. Foxy Brown was fucking, I, I forgot, she would fuck her, she would fuck a couple of rappers. You know, like, it's such a shock that females fuck people in the same circles as them. Will be more shocking if she was if her body count included regular ass dudes. Duh! Oh, she fucked the baby. The, the baby ain't a bad. I'm pretty sure the baby's very charming. And what the fuck? Listen to Glorilla. I'm pretty sure Glorilla done fucked a couple of rappers. These are women who are secure in they 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 sexualness they and and secure in who they are sexually, and they're single. Why, what's wrong with them getting... Wait, they can't be horny? So at the end of the fucking day, partisan, dude, you... Get the fuck out of here. You kind of knew who the hell she was fucking because, dude, you run in the same circle. You write for you write for Cardi B. You, you write for some of these motherfuckers. Come on, dude. At least you got something that people motherfucking want. I ain't talking about regular dudes. You got something that goddamn top rappers want, which you're not one of them. You're not a top rapper, unfortunately. You're one of the top writers, though. Get that writing money, nigga. But I just find that funny that they made mention she was embarrassed. She said he was, she was embarrassed. He was embarrassed of her body count and stuff like that. I would love to know what his body count is. Or is it you don't have to have a body count because you won't get that much pussy as you claim in your verses. But Meg was getting as much dick as she was claiming in hers. And here's something else. I ain't heard one motherfucker say her pussy was whack or her head. So Meg must know how to fuck, obviously. And she looked like she could fuck her ass off. I'm just being honest. She 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 looked like she can put it down on a nigga. But my point being is that Parson shouldn't have an issue. And to be honest with you, I don't know why everyone's making such a big deal out of the fact that who the hell she fucked. Now the other argument I heard was, but well, why did the the 
the prosecutor didn't want to bring it up. Well, because it ties into the whole theory of Kelsey being pissed off enough to where she might grab the gun to shoot Megan. You do realize they're trying to pull the narrative that she shot Megan. It's kind of like sometimes bloggers, y'all just, it, sometimes I think what it is that a lot of times, bloggers, we post to kind of be impartial. I mean, we might have our, we might have our issues and, or what have you, or, or, or feelings or appear that's nice. And I get that some of you motherfuckers pose to drag people, but at the same token, it's different between it looks like it's this way because of the way the evidence is flowing versus, nah, I'm just saying shit, hoping that her team would motherfucking hear me talk so nice about her that it might give me an interview or I get to go to some of her shows for free. Or I get to be in her music video. I get to hang with her and call her my friend like what Armand Wiggins and them be doing with some of these stars. Let me make this fucking clear. I'm going to call it like I see it. I'm going to call it like I see it. So I'm just typing something. I'm going to call it like I see it. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I, I could be good friends with the motherfucker, but let me be the first to tell you this. Where I come from, it, even my even my best friends, if they on some bullshit, I call it, we call it, we call each other on it. We don't sugarcoat nothing. So that's the problem. People don't want to, nobody wants to speak the truth. Nobody wants to be honest with what's really going on and what's actually happening. What they want to do is spend their shit hoping that one of these wonderful celebrities will befriend them and they can sit here and be on Instagram and take pictures and be at the parties. No. If you're going to report the news or discuss the news, discuss it with an open mind. I'm not it, it I'm not gonna pander away from the truth. I'm not I'm gonna look at my decision and where this case is heading and my thought process is based off of what I've been hearing reported by the evidence. And this was prior to this case even started. And what I know about shit, my personal experiences, and from having people that have been in similar situations. So at the end of the day, the biggest problem, the reason why people don't trust news, any news, why people say they get their news from TikTok, is because we're too busy instead of just reporting the news, we want to give our fucking opinion, and our opinion may not be valid to the news that we're reporting. Oh, she's going through so much shit because she's on the stand and this, that, and the third. Well, guess what? This is an opportunity for you to put this nigga behind bars. He can't. It. it, 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 it he can't. What, what do you think he's gonna do? He's gonna grab 
the cops gun and shoot you in court. You think that's what he gonna do? Kelsey, if she had nothing to worry about, she wouldn't have played the field. So, and then of course, the last thing because I because I, I, I don't want to go too much into a new year uh, a new year's you know a year in review. Um, a year in review. Because I may have to do one by myself if it's possible, but hopefully I don't have to. The last thing is, the one thing that I, I notice is that we having a lot that, well, anyway, with Kanye. Because I know a lot of people have it. I know everybody's year end is going to have a lot to say with Kanye. There's only thing I'm going to say when it comes to him off of this episode. Because I just wanted to end it on a certain note. Kanye did this to himself, people. He had a rough year. He got divorced. He lost his billionaire status and practically lost his mind. Oh. So, but no, actually, you know something? I'm going to say Kanye for this. This is what I really want to talk about for the last couple of minutes. The January 6th committee, I don't know if, what they're going to do by this time, has now said that people, mainly Trump, will, Trump should be prosecuted for his role in January 6th. It's recommended to the DOJ about this, as well as some of his cohorts. Now, do I believe that the DOJ is going to go through prosecuting this man? No. Do they think that it's going to be worth prosecuting him? No. So, nothing's going to come from it, but I'm going to say this now. If Republicans want to get back control of Washington, they have, they have, I repeat the word, they have to steer away from Trump. Now, if Republicans are smart, they will push for the DOJ to actually prosecute him because guess what? That would take him out of the running because no way in hell he can run and go through these court proceedings. Plus, add the other lawsuits that Trump is having. And should Trump be prosecuted? Yes, actually he should. You want to know why? Because he had a big hand in this shit. He wouldn't he wouldn't let it go. He had he he had he he didn't want to admit that he lost. He still to this day has not admitted that he lost that he lost the election. And he's gonna hold on to that to dear life, which also 
And not only did he not succeed, you know, concede the election, oh, he tried every which way he could to overturn it. He intimidated people to overturn it. He he tried to use his presidential power to overturn it. No nine. So, so because of all that, he should, and I repeat the word, he should be prosecuted. But he's not going to be prosecuted. Because that means you have to prosecute the president. You have to prosecute the president. That means for the first time in history, a actual former sitting president will be prosecuted for a crime, a federal crime. And trust me, it is so many things that, in my opinion, he should be prosecuted for. I mean, shit, think about the paper, the paperwork that that dude took. They still find the paper that, that, that he didn't took, that, that he ain't even gave up. He's right now facing shit in New York and, and all this stuff. But yet he wants to run. You want to know why he wants to run? Because he figured if I run, they can't prosecute me. They can't fuck with me. And it's funny how even though we hear that DeSantos is planning to run, he's not announced it. Like I said again, I'm just curious to see how they're going to prosecute this man. So, and that's the show, people. I gave you what you wanted. The last show, the last Thursday show of... 2022. That's huge. So now I go into year three. And I and I got a lot of good shit coming for you in 2023. Actually, I got a Tumblr now. Um STO the Smoking Lounge Tumblr. Um definitely check that out. I'm actually will be giving you, well, actually, the last week, I'm going to be posting some of the shows, some of the episodes, you know, the, well, excuse me, the advertisement for who is going to be on the show next year that I already got slated. Um, the Premium Smoke Room, all that good stuff. Um, a lot of the episodes, a lot of recordings for the Premium Smoke Room will probably be picked up after the holidays for the ones that didn't get a chance to, you know, do anything. And like I said, I am looking forward to 2023. So for the last show of the year, life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience if you haven't learned anything? Smoke this over.
Accessories, home decor, office supplies, books, pantry items, and so much more. The GW District is a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. We're both veteran and black-owned, and we're bringing you the best online shopping experience with products made by small businesses. Come and experience the GW District difference today at shopgwdistrict.com. That's shopgwdistrict.com. The GW District. A retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. That's right! That's right!